Speaking of that, is Jamie Foxx, is he going to make it? What's I wrong with no him? Idea. He starts speaking gibberish? Yeah, he. It's peop- well, some have speculated he had a bad reaction to yeah. the vaccine. And who's speculating that, Chris? God almighty. People close to him, I thought. No, people close to him are saying the opposite. Oh. Oh, God. John, I get all my news from Twitter. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> Can I call you those names Hi, again? You got town council. Town council? No, no. Be nice to me. I've had a long couple of days. I don't get any news. I just make it all up. Attaboy. Frattle, no, too early. Oh, you know what, Kenny? I was going to mention this. I think we have a professional auctioneer that listens to us regularly. We had the show today. By the way, uh, town council members, listen to Krabby today. Oh, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. We had an auctioneer on. Learn two and a half, a five, lot. seven and a half, ten, ten, twelve and a half, fifteen, fifteen and a half. off anything? Uh, I had him as a sample auction off a uh, wireless mouse, computer mouse. <laughs> Shut up. And uh, we all tried to bid on it. Don ended up winning. Uh, John was too late, and I, I have no confused. idea what happened. Yeah, I was confused. <laughs> I, I know I had the opening bid, and uh, I wanted to buy it, but uh, I lost. Yeah, That's so cool. I am going to listen because Kenny, those guys, when I would go with my grandpa to those farm auctions, oh, they were just great. Yeah, they're I really never, good. I never had a grandpa. Oh, I didn't either, Joe. We have that yeah. in common. Yeah. Oh. No, you, that's incorrect. You had one. You had well, we, we one. Had, you just never yes. met him. Well, he was one, just smart enough to die before you were around. Right. <laughs> one left and one God. died. So. <clears throat> Man, I still had grandma around. What, what do you mean, two left? Two years ago? What do you mean left, John? Well, nobody knew where he went. He left. He left. Hey, hey, hey. He left. Oh, grandma. Don't hug me. Don't hug me. Get us. Jesus. Brooke, we're on the council. Just he just he, copped a feel. He, he did. did. He just pressed your breast. Did you say didn't come he? in Rangoon to the mayor? Yeah. He just Rangooned me. Yeah. 32 years and I've never done that. Um, Speaking of uh, the show. Yeah. Can you do me a solid? Can we do me a solid. break at like 15? We got to. Squeeze in some inventory. Yeah. Okay. You're not writing well, now, today. Now Kenny's young. Nope. What's going to happen? Not, you're not golfing. <laughs> nope. Yeah, Kenny, we can't run up there and save you. So well, not yeah. because I can't. I just don't happen to be playing today. Gotcha. One of the uh, one of the racetracks I follow, when they say they're going to do a commercial break on the uh, video feed, they say we're going to hear from our marketing partners. Oh. Uh, marketing yeah. partners, Yes. Marketing. You guys check me out on that station I told you about. You'll be astonished. I don't yeah. doubt you for a second. Yeah, did, I don't either. Did the local Star Tribune also have as their lead the uh, radio station in Albert Lee, KSAM? Yes. yes. What about it? I don't know. I just thought that was uh, it's it's below the fold. It's actually on the fold. I know somebody that works there. I, hey, I, Nan- I, Nancy Fox worked there. Oh, did she? Oh, really? It's a house trailer on the freeway. Well, there's I've a building. I've seen it before. There's a building there I've too. Seen You've seen it. Yeah. I've seen there, it. There, there's a very small transmitter building there too. But you're right. The offices are in a trailer. I was, no, is that what that guy does full time? That DJ? Is that, is that his job? Well, uh, if it is, he also does sales, and he probably yeah. does the He's got more than one job. There, event probably. marketing, and yeah. They're they're absolutely vital to that part of the country. Yep. And they're going to thrive. AM radio stations will not go away in that part of the world. Right. Well, not if 
Ford and all the other car companies have any say? Ford Ford changed, yeah. Ford walked that back. Oh, good. They're putting AM radios in. You know what I took out of that story? The five-state, two-Canadian province, 5,000-watt flamethrower that I started my career at, he got the city wrong. That's what I took out of that story. He put KFYR, K-Fire, in Fargo. It's in Bismarck. No, Fargo's KFGO. That's correct. And Bismarck is KFYR. Weren't they an an affiliate of ours, KFGO? I don't know. I don't know. I thought they were. That's what I took out of that story. Did we have an affiliate in Fargo at one time? I think we did. I think we did. I, I do, too. I just remember getting emails from them for some reason. And what was the one? We had a big one in Rochester. Rochester. Yep, K-Rock. And Mankato. And Mankato. I'll, nev- I'll never forget when uh, Kato signed up. <laughs> Do you know this? Do you remember this? I was sitting next to you when you said it to Joe. Did you read I, about I, I, the... No, quiet. I walk in there and I, I say to Joe, <laughs> quiet. We, we got a new affiliate in Mankato. This is face-to-face during Off commercial break. I said it's uh, Kato in Mankato. And the K doesn't stand for camel and he didn't laugh i figured ah, he didn't get it whatever he goes on the air and recites that <laughs> word for word i remember that yep. Yep. he probably still doesn't know what that means you talking to me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you talking to me kenny here's what i love i applied at that station in college it did not get hired but got hired at 1500 instead well <laughs> K-Toe doesn't know what they're missing. The toe. I, I worked at K-Dog. 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 I think that's where I applied. 96.7. Mark Seaver, I think, was running it. Mark something. He, he used to be a KQ Chuck. Oh, the Mankato market couldn't handle all this. Frataloni's Hardware oh. and Garden Stores. Let's do this, Leroy. Leroy Jenkins. Oh, Han says, yeah, they sure were, KFGO. I used to listen to you guys via that station. There you go. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Uh, If you're going to be on a station in Fargo, that's the one to be on. Yep. Yep. So what about the station in Bismarck, Johnny? That's what he put in the story, K-Fire in Fargo. It's in Bismarck. It was one of the biggest stations in the country in the 60s and 70s. 5,000 watts, huh? (sighs) Do you mean 50,000? Uh, 50, did I say five? Yeah, you said yeah. five, and that couldn't be one yeah, of the biggest 50, in the I'm country. sorry, 50,000. you got to pull up streets. to the parking lot to listen to it. 50,000 Canadian thrower. provinces. <laughs> K-Fire. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. What was the deal? We pointed west. Mr. Hubbard said we got to point it west. Right, and you can hear us clear as day in the middle of Yellowstone. God, that's cool. Yeah, that's right. You ready, Rock? Well, that was a negotiation with the FCC. Oh, yeah. Well, I think the guy... Did you guys read about the lawsuit of that crystal buoy? The Channel 5 reporter? Oh, We're not going to talk about it on the show. How come I cannot remember her at all? I do. Oh, you do? Yeah. I don't buy it because we also had another uh, female reporter there that was really, really good. And she was... She was right in the middle of the riot. I can't remember. All I her got name. out of it was no go zone. That's what I got out of it. Well, we're yeah. not going to talk about it. No, not on the air. Right. It's none of our business. Right. I'm not buying it. 
But I mean, as a civilian reading the paper, I thought, no go zone. Got it. You know, I don't know her personally. You ready, bro? Boy, I've been ready. <laughs> Rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings your Garage Logic podcast number 1101. Very sad day for the 21st. June 21st, 2023. 95 degrees on this day for the 21st back in 1910 and 39 degrees in 1992. I cannot imagine the pressure that's being put on swimming beaches on all the local lakes and the state lakes. I hope you've used Aquaside to treat the weeds and algae and get rid of it. Aquaside products are made in White Bear Lake. They work quickly. They're easy to use. They've been approved by the correct authorities. And they uh, they got a variety of products. What you have to do is describe to Aquaside what you're looking at. Probably you're going to need some pellets. I've used the pellets. They work they work. I watched them work. You describe what you're looking at to Aquaside. They'll get you the right products to keep that beach free of weeds and crud. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Those of us. What's the sound of two hands clapping? <laughs> Those of us who are members of the Royal Order of the 21sters understand that this is a very important day. This is the day when the light is the longest. We've had a nice summer, those of us in the 21sters, and beginning tomorrow, we enter into a long, hopefully lingering autumn. Remember, we assign about November and December to winter, and then in the winter solstice, we're back to spring. So we've been enjoying spring and summer since December 21st of 2022. Uh, we are not normal people. no. It no, is, it is not, over for no, us. Not even close. <laughs> you normal people think you're just beginning summer. In fact, you began it at 9.58 a.m. this morning. That was the arrival of the solstice. 9.58 was the 9.58 a.m. our time. Huh. And those of us who are in the club, the Royal Order of the 20... Why are you looking at me? I'm listening. Don't Stop you look it. at me I'm like just that. making sure. attention to the show. <laughs> For the first time the first ever, time all four of us are paying attention. <laughs> you know what? Trust me. I'm ready to spring into action. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, beginning at 9.58 a.m. this morning, the Royal Order of the 21sters removed their caps, said, Gunga, Gunga, Dunga, and went on to enjoy. We're going on to enjoy a long Fruitful autumn, full of wonderful, wonderful days. Mm. You're looking at me because the other day there Thank was you. an incident. Towards the end of the show, I began to speak in tongues. <laughs> and I don't know why, and neither do the doctors, and I'm perfectly fine. All right. I've had every bleeping test that they've invented and still have to have some more. I've got the vitals of a 20-year-old. More healthier than probably the four of us, yes. And I can't account for what happened, and technically either can medical authorities. But what do they know? They're doctors. I think, <laughs> the, I guess, 
Rook and I were discussing this in your absence yesterday because we were all prepared to come in and do a show, but you know you had other things. So to was tend I, to. but I didn't get out of the damn right. MRI tube for. I, I think the real thing that saved you on Monday was the fact that we were lucky enough to have noted medical expert Patrick Royce <laughs> oh, in the next, the next room. Yeah who was quickly there to identify that there was, in fact, no problem. Right. Leave him alone. Why are you guys so hard on old guys? Here's my assessment. <laughs> Nothing wrong with him. Nothing wrong with but, him. But we, all, we all know why he said that. Right. Well, he had to do Monday Night Sports. Yeah, so. he just wanted to get that thing off. <laughs> Kenny, he did the ricey wave to me. Ah, he's fine. Hey, yeah, let's yeah. go here. Let's take a vote. Ask him to tell the red paint joke. <laughs> That will be true. Let me tell you, uh, have you ever heard of the German group Rammstein? Sure. Oh, of course. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you get it if you, you get an MRA, MRA. MRA. Here we go. MRI. You get an MRI of your brain. It takes a long time. Okay. You might as well be attending a Rammstein concert. I was inventing drum beats to this thing. The bass <laughs> notes are incredible. Yeah. It's dreadful. So wait. But once you get into a music vibe, it's yeah. a Rammstein that's, concert. That's what you have to do. Yeah. You mean, yeah. do you have headphones on? Yes, but I didn't want any music. Uh, I I. Did I eschewed the music they you, offered me. What did you have? Do you you wear headphones anyway, and I can't imagine how loud it would be if you didn't. <laughs> I had headphones on and earplugs. Yeah. And it was still loud. But it uh, You should have asked them to put on the podcast. Years ago <laughs> years ago when the whole crowd was in Mexico, Puerto Vallarta, Rammstein was setting up at the next resort over really for new year's eve really and i called a buddy i called my buddy who manages nirvana and i said not nirvana foo Foo fighters Fighters. and i said rammstein you know anything about him he goes oh yeah what do you want to know i said can i should i make sure the kids all try to go to that tonight and he said hell no oh god no 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 no. you just no No children yeah no elderly and it was just boom boom just dreadful stuff. I think yeah. Rammstein means war or clubbing you over the head to death or something. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we've uh, we've talked about this before. Our old buddy Bob Davis used one of their songs for his intro music when he yeah. was on AM 1500. Do yeah. They're very popular. <laughs> they're very popular. Yes, yeah. they are. Yeah. And they're pyrotechnical and they're uh, very loud. And... So no one from the Sushere group no, snuck no, over? No. <clears throat> Well, maybe a kid or two, an older kid or two, yeah. to walk down to the beach. You couldn't help but get blown away by them. They were 50 yards away. That'd be cool. Yeah. Hey, are they one of those bands like where the bass player prowls the stage in kind of a half of a crouch walk? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I have never seen them. I, I don't I don't know. That, that wouldn't surprise me. That wouldn't surprise me. Well, anyway. When they were playing, did you keep looking at your watch? What time are they done? <laughs> no, I was fine, okay? I was fine. I didn't worry about it. Okay. Just like, you better quit looking at me right. or you're done. Wait, do I get to look at the computer then today? <laughs> yes. Okay. You know, uh, everybody give me their report. Did you smell the air today? Sure. Yeah. Did it I, smell like summer air that maybe you've smelled before in your life? Yeah. That was my impression. I yeah. didn't make an observation. Well, that's because you're not observant. I'm disengaged with yes. society? Yes. Okay. No, okay. you're disengaged with nature. Nature. Okay. So anyway, I smell the air, and I, I was smelling it for a purpose. 
I went out and gave it the good sniff. Okay. And I thought, well, I can, I've smelled this all my life. But now I'm being told that what I'm smelling and what I be, better be very worried about is I'm smelling ozone. All no. the meteorologists now are really yes, big are. on ozone. Yes, they are. I didn't. I got through a lot of years without ozone. I got your ozone right here, <laughs> and they they want me to be terribly worried about ozone. Ozone is also known as, you know, fog or smog. It's a gas, and uh, it's a reactive gas composed of three oxygen atoms. I looked it up. I read all about it. From the, sti- from the EPA site, the United States Environmental Protection Agency, uh, it's formed naturally through the interaction of solar ultraviolet radiation and molecular oxygen. The ozone layers above the Earth's surface, blah, blah, blah. I, d- I shouldn't say blah, blah, blah. Tropospheric ozone, ah. ground level, the one that has the local meteorologists all in a Twitter. Or is it titter? Twitter? Mm. Mm. Twitter. Twitter. Mm. A bunch. Aghast. Just go a different route. It's yep. formed primarily from photochemical reactions between two major classes of air pollutants, volatile organic compounds and nitrogen oxides. Uh, these reactions have traditionally been viewed as depending upon the presence of heat and sunlight, resulting in higher ambient ozone concentration in summer months. Okay. Uh, I've also smelled it in the winter, hmm. now that I know it's ozone. But they say it can happen in cold months. Uh, but my point is, we're not safe from any aberration whatsoever. Or, no, let me rephrase that. That's now considered an aberration. But I've been smelling it all my life. I'll be the first to admit I haven't smelled a fire like I smelled last Wednesday. That smells like a plastics uh, fire. That one, yes. I didn't like that. That one I agree with. But by the way, uh, in total numbers, Canadian firefighters have been decreasing for 30 years, despite the climate change hysteria. Oh. In any event, hmm. uh, ozone is natural, and uh, I, I, I resent being lectured uh, at ten fifteen every night, that we really have a you're really smelling a lot of ozone. Hmm. Okay, I, I f- I'm going to observe when I when I go out. I'm just do I, I found uh, I found two things here. Exposure to ozone could cause headache, coughing, dry throat, shortness of breath, a heavy feeling in the chest, and fluid in the lungs. But on the positive side, what does it smell like? An effervescent and slightly sharp aroma that leans on the clean side. Yeah. It's marine characters reminiscent of a cool ocean breeze. Thank you. Huh. It always reminds me of lakes. Yeah. Okay. It always reminds me Which of lakes. Which do have a, a pleasant smell to them. Mm-hmm. Except for the one I live next to. And it's not just in urban areas. That's another convenience. Uh, the closer you get to the tallest buildings in this country, the uh, meteorologists can lay on extra layers of climate change hysteria to make you think yes. that these horrible buildings built by capitalists and all this asphalt are, the res- are causing the ozone. That's not true. Uh, high ambient ozone concentrations can and do occur everywhere. Mm-hmm. They're not limited to big cities like L.A., Houston, Atlanta, and New York. 
They're formed in smaller cities. They get transported. Uh, the ozone gets transported downwind, on and on and on. And that's why if you're up in the Brainerd Lakes area and you get that beautiful lake smell, continue to tell yourself it's a lake smell and don't worry about the bleeping <laughs> ozone. Even going the other way, we're, for a while in the 80s, maybe 90s, Weren't there ozone machines that you could buy and put in your house to that's make that? That's a good question. I think I, there I was. I seem to remember that. Ozone, ozone machines. Ozone machines? Yeah. I'm, uh, I'll Google it. Yeah. We have explorers that uh, ostensibly were headed for the Titanic. Uh, it's become a big, big story. Oh, hold on, Joe. They're really expensive. Ozone machines? $329 and up. Yeah. Well, and what do you get? What what, uh, do, you, what's a, what do they it, produce? It looks like it's about the size of a concrete block, and uh, it makes ozone, ozone generators. Huh. So ozone is desirable? That'll, that'll clean up that dirty stink coming from your bathroom. Hmm. Gross. Anyway. We have a 21-foot, uh, to me, it looks like a homemade submarine. Yeah. I don't know how they fit that many people in that thing. Uh, driven by PlayStation controls, which I find absurd. <laughs> Play, PlayStation Three Wireless. The company that PlayStation. The company that made it uh, was sued by a former employee who tried to blow the whistle, and they fired him. It's been down there successfully before, mm -hmm. and one amateur theory that I have is that. It probably reached its limits of degradation. It, it probably reached its limits of withstanding pressure that often. So on this ill-fated trip, it might not have been capable of withstanding the pressure. It just was beat down, rode hard, put away Yeah, wet. Yeah, exactly. So I watched a 20-minute video this morning by a nerd and learned a lot about this thing. It was made by wrapping carbon fiber yes. tape. Yes. Around a big drum before it was finally sealed up. Um, it, why, why would they think that? Well, obviously it was not. It did not implode on previous trips. The experts, so-called experts that are running it, aren't middle-aged guys that have submarine experience, say, from the military or whatever, because in the owner's words, 50-year-old men do not inspire the younger generation. So he went to college, recent college graduates that have no submarine experience, hired them and taught them what they needed to know. Well, how's this for submarine experience? It's the Titanic rests at a depth greater than what our nuclear submarines can achieve. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Really? Wow. Re repeat that again. Our nuclear submarines cannot go as deep as the Titanic lies. Oh, wow. Two and a half miles. Oh, they wow. cannot. Wow. Oh. Because they run out of gas. No. They're <laughs> nuclear. I got it. But I, I found something very helpful uh, in the paper. Because we're all wondering uh, what that pressure must feel like. Oh. Right? Yeah. And this is from Jesus Jimenez, Jenny Gross, and Alan Yuhas from the New York Times. It was on the propaganda page of yesterday's Tribune. I fully intended to get to it yesterday, but by the time I got done being prodded and poked, yeah. I couldn't get here. Good call. Well, here, in case you want to know, I find this very helpful. You ready? Yep. <laughs> A submersible traveling down to the Titanic faces soaring, crushing pressure during its long descent. 
At the ship's resting place, the weight of the icy ocean pressing down would be equal to a tower of solid lead overhead rising to the height of the Empire State Building. Oh, wow. So they did the box of paper clips in the Olympic swimming pool thing. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't help me. This is offered. This is the New York Times. You, this is not helpful. I can't imagine a tower of lead overhead rising to the height of the Empire State Building. Does that mean the tower of lead that I'm supposed to imagine rises to the height of the Empire State Building above the ocean? No. This is the the pre. Oh, here I I can I can fix this. I didn't need that paragraph. I'm very aware, logically, that 12,000 feet deep would exert a lot of pressure. I would say it's comparable to something the height of the, uh, what did you say it was? What building? Empire State Building. Full of lead. That that would be the weight that it's comparable to, correct? No. It's yeah. a, it would be huh? more than that. It's a tower of lead on top of which, which is the Empire State Building. You see why they caused okay, trouble why, with whoa. this paragraph? Then why doesn't everything just no. explode? That much pressure would... There's nothing down there to explode. There's got to be fish or something. Well, they don't explode, Matt. <laughs> the boat, the, Which is what I'm asking. Half how, the how Titanic they, is down there. How do they there? exist? How do it know? How, how, how does that creature withstand that pressure? Well, because they're fish. Do you know about no, the seven? I, I don't accept that. <laughs> Do you know about the seventeen bolts? Yeah. What's oh, that? They popped. Your own the the your only the only way to get in and out of this thing is through a hatch. Oh, I thought you meant the seventeen <clears throat> bolts that popped on the Titanic. Oh no, it the might seven have been more than seventeen. The seventeen bolts they screw in or they um, insert from the outside of the hatch. Yeah, nobody can. You can't get out of this homemade cardboard submarine unless somebody unbolts you. Yeah, Johnny, oh, Johnny, how does that make you feel? Uh, that makes me. Feel, I'm not even listening now. Now that we're this talking about how small it is, no, we we not. learned about these sealed hatches way back in Apollo One, mm-hmm. when they were doing some testing on the la- on the uh, ramp there, and Apollo One started on fire, and the astronauts were not able to get out. Right, right. So we learned that lesson back in the '60s. Gus Grissom. Say, my new garage door guy isn't a guy. It's the whole family. It's a family-owned business. Precision garage door of the Twin Cities. I guarantee you they'll be coming over to my house before winter. And this is June 21st. So for me, winter starts tomorrow because I'm a member of the Royal Order of 21st. These are pros. They're going to save me and you from a very bad situation. You want to come out in the morning and discover that the garage door won't open because you can't lift the damn thing unless one of those cheapos. And that's you don't even want that kind. They'll put a new door on. They do rollers, springs. They'll pair your opener to your phone. They'll do whatever you need. They do it right. They do it correctly, and they get it done so they don't have to keep returning to take care of you. They can be reached 24-7, but not a lot of people call the garage door company at 3 a.m. on a Sunday morning. I'd cut them some slack. I wouldn't do that. Get over here now! (laughs) But their visits on weekends are not an extra charge. So they serve the metro and western Wisconsin. Uh, You're thinking of improving your curb appeal they'll provide you a selection of new doors to choose from uh i would suggest calling precision 
Garage Door Twin Cities at 651-355-1714. Wait a minute. Shoot. What? I got two numbers written down here. Don't forget that number. <laughs> forget that number. Do the other number. I think it's 866 458 
Who? Who is this? Who is this? Did you did you tell Jen, Joe? Tell her what? You called her, you Not me. I, I don't have her number. I uh, did. I, I lost. Well, I, I called, called her before her. I did. I called her. Yes, I told her. 220 or something like that. Yeah. All right. Watch him. He, he can be wheeling into the driveway. Watch out. I like yeah. what I said. And she she uh, said sometimes he's he uh, doesn't remember, and I said, well, for thirty two years he hasn't listened to me. I just thought it was because he was disinterested, not because. That's funny, funny stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah he write that one down. Yeah, I'm gonna do well, that comedy oh. show. You ready, Ken? Yeah, rolling. guy that forgot a liner. Yeah, he's all right. (laughs) Let's go right over here. Get one of these. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. (sighs) Joe Suchelet. GLers, GLers, put in a good word for me. Today might be the last day I talk about uh, Liberty Safe and Maple Grove Lock and Safe. I've got a big meeting tomorrow morning. Uh, and there's a savings a sale, like always. There's always a sale at uh, Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Um, but it's pretty big this time. Go to maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Link up to the Liberty Safe website, and you're going to discover that all online orders are 10% off everything. But beyond that, back at the store, Maple back at the store, Maple Grove Lock and Safe, 6901 East Fish Lake Road, there's progressive savings going all month long. The more you spend, the more you save. It's in the form of both instant and mail-in rebates. You starting here, you spend a thousand ninety-nine, you save a hundred bucks. The savings go all the way up to you spending eight grand, five hundred or more, and saving seven hundred bucks. Liberty Safe, the best one made in the USA by us Americans using materials procured in this country the United States they have lifetime transferable warranties that's a big deal it's pretty cool it's a nice deal from Liberty Safe and Maple Grove Lock and Safe when you're there you're going to be talking to Rich the owner ask him about delivery and safe uh, delivery and safe setup again the website maplegrovelockandsafe.com you recall we had Julie on Julie was mugged while walking sure to the Guthrie mm-hmm and I got a note for her, and she writes, My dear mayor, since I'm sure this happens very rarely, I'm sorry to inform you that you were wrong on Monday's podcast. The Kansas City Royals are participating in Pride Month activities, just like the Twins, Dodgers, and probably every other MLB team. They held their event on June 16. Details are available via this link. And then she linked me to it. Pushing back in Minneapolis, Julie B. P.S., I spoke with you three weeks ago. It's three weeks ago already? Wow. Uh, about being assaulted in my neighborhood. My injuries have mostly healed, but my voice is still off. It sounds like I have a cold and I can't sing like I used to. This annoyed me at my uncle's funeral over the weekend and also at the Twins game last night when I tried to join in on Take Me Out to the Ball Game. I haven't heard an update from the police recently, but I'll let you know if and when I hear about any arrests. Uh, well, unfortunately, Julia, you probably won't hear about any arrests. And I got a nice note from, uh, who's this from? Kelly. Uh, under the big top, Chautauqua, Bayfield, Wisconsin. 
She was there for Jeff Dayton. There was a gathering of GLers in the merchandise tent after the show, mm. all discussing the podcast with Jeff and about Jeff. Isn't that great? Cool. Yeah. Under the big top, she saw. And uh, Jeff has already contacted me, uh, and I've uh, certainly invited him to spend as much time with us at the fair nice. as he can. And cool. he, Remind me, you said he is or is not performing? He is. What Do you know when and where? No, I don't. Gotcha. And if only I had somebody to do that kind of fair work. <laughs> hmm. Well, you were in communication with him. I didn't know if well, he had emailed me, that. and you sure. knuckleheads didn't email him back, so I did. You didn't see the email? He must have just emailed you. Target Corporation can't win, can they? Huh. No. Uh, the mighty and fearless Keith Ellison has joined a coalition of 15 attorneys general from around the country expressing concern over Target's decision to remove some pride items from store shelves. That's... How do we, we choose? Why is it up to really? an attorney general what kind of clothes Target should sell? That should never be nope. Do I have the, the right to have a certain shirt sold at Target? No. No. In the letter to CEO Brian Cornell, which was co-led by Ellison and Massachusetts Attorney General Andrea Joy Campbell, the coalition commended Target for making decisions to keep workers and staff safe, but also expressed concern over the Minneapolis-based retailer removing pride items from store shelves. Expressed How do we concern. Choose? Interesting. We understand Target recently pulled some Pride merchandise from its shelves out of concern for worker and customer safety, the letter said. While we understand the basis for this action, we are also concerned it sends a message that those who engage in hateful and disruptive conduct can cause even large corporations to succumb to their bullying and that they have the power to determine when LGBTQIA plus 3456789ZTQ plus DY <laughs> consumers will feel comfortable in Target. If I might take an amateur uh, attempt to interpret that, it sounds to me like the attorney generals are saying, we don't care if you got threats. Leave that stuff in there. Back in May, Target said to remove some pride items from stores because of threats impacting our team members sense of safety and well-being. Target also confirmed it moved Pride merchandise from the front of the stores to the back in some southern locations after confrontations and backlash from shoppers in those areas. As we see it, Target has been the victim of potentially criminal acts in response to which we encourage you to reach out to responsible authorities, the letter to Cornell said, which is also signed by attorneys general in Arizona California, Connecticut, Delaware, the District of Columbia, Illinois, Maine, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Rhode Island, Vermont, and Washington. Okay. Hmm. The coalition urged Cornell and Target to be mindful of its obligations. So the attorney generals of, of these states are telling the head of a private or a publicly traded company, private sector company, what their obligations are in terms of what they sell. Pretty bold. Uh, this Cornell uh, can't win. Uh, uh, be mindful of your obligations as it makes decisions as how to respond 
sparked a backlash against its Pride merchandise, adding if Target again finds itself facing anti-alphabet harassment, we are ready, willing, and able to work with you in the spirit of progress, inclusivity, and equality. This whole thing has gotten out of hand. It's absurd. It's preposterous. And this country just sits back and watches as the LGBTQIA, 15 other letters and numbers, maintains this veneer of victimhood and marginalization. They are desperate for it. it what, it's what keeps them alive. It gives them political identity. It's B as in B, S as in S. Target, I don't know what to say about Target. Target can sell whatever they want to sell. I gave them a hard time for for some of the decisions there diversity director has made, such right. as contributing money to groups that want to abolish, uh, what the hell is it, Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Right. But, uh, you know, if you want to sell some goofy dress or something, I don't care. And and the people complaining got to calm down, too. You just walk by it and don't buy it. Don't be offended. But this idea... Or also, take it a step further, don't... If- and your money there, then you have that option as well. Do what I've been doing. I've been boycotting Target for about 10 years for no reason in general. Just don't like going there. Exactly. Yeah, it was real easy. And I haven't told anybody either. But this is, this is tantamount to the attorney's general telling the CEO of Target what he must sell. Okay. And I don't think I'm off base in seeing and where it should be displayed in the store. Yeah. And what you're getting into is what I fear the most. How far are we away from them demanding that retailers sell certain items? This is that. You're not far away at all. No, I mean, no, they're getting in trouble because they're moving or removing some items. How far away are we from government giving giving any general retailer a list of what they need to sell? That's the kind of paranoia I deal with every day, right here, right up here. I don't think you're far away from that at all. Johnny, you've got to disagree with me. I'm trying to beat uh, you. I do. I'm not sure I even agree with Joe on the gist of this story. (laughs) They're backing target here. Before you go on, it's... Yo, they're patting him on the back and then slapping him in the face. Yeah. Yeah, and and they're saying if you feel you've been the victim of potentially criminal acts, then come see us. For instance, John, the people who are tearing down displays and that kind of stuff. Which should not happen. Yeah. But, John, you're blind if you don't think that... Uh, uh, it's oh, not an actual lawsuit, is it, Joe? No, it's just no, them. No. It's just them making notice or whatever. It's just letting them know that yeah. they're on the side of the yeah. LGBT few, 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 few community. We've got our eyes on you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, next thing you know, they'll try to come up with a program for hate speech being cataloged. You might have a. Hey you might have to have that in the state legislature. Yeah. Well, what do I have a right to tell Target what shirts I want available? No, Target no. doesn't care. Target doesn't care if well, you I do. do. But it, uh, yeah. uh, never mind. <laughs> Isn't that what the attorney generals are doing? Nobody saying nobody has a right to tell Target what to do. Have you, you ever bought a, sh- a shirt or something at Target and you're wearing it out no. and then you see some dude wearing no. the same shirt and the guy's not, uh, you know, he's not as good looking as you may be, uh, and you just throw away the shirt and you never wear it out in public <laughs> again. That that's what concerns me. 
John, I, I think you're uh, you're uh, murdering to dissect here. I think what's happening here is that the attorney generals are saying, uh, keep it up, sell the pride stuff, and call the cops if you have to. Yeah. Well, I, I, right. I agree. But, That's what they're saying. But, they're, but this, is, this is the equivalent of them saying to Target, we fully expect you to stock pride merchandise. In the name of inclusivity, that's, we expect I, it. I don't that's see, what see we that should in fear. statement. I'm sorry, but that's well, just, then I you know. then I well, think. But then John, I, I, then, John, then why are they doing it in the first then place? Why the letter? Well, there the letter is to tell them that if they face harassment like they were, like Target, well, you don't was. think they're smart enough to know that? You don't <laughs> think Cornell told his store operators, "Look, if you people in Roanoke get hassled, call the cops." You no, think they know. needed 15 I, attorneys general to remind the CEO I of don't. Target? I don't, know. Okay. Well, what they were doing was using the opportunity to endorse Target, making sure they sold Pride merchandise. They didn't even like the fact that in some locations, the merchandise was moved out of sight of the front of the store. Okay. Here. The products. John, a lot of times you win, but you, you can't win this one. <laughs> the, the, the products Target is withdrawing are being removed from all U.S. stores and from its website. While various Pride Collection products are under review, the only ones now being removed are LGBTQ brand Ab Peralin, which has come under scrutiny for its association with a British designer, Eric Carnell. Now listen to this. Carnell has faced social media backlash for designing merchandise with images of pentagrams, horned skulls, and other satanic products. Right. So his line of BS is the only stuff that's being removed. Good. A lot of the other stuff is just being relocated into the in the store to less visible areas. To more shady areas of the store. Target is going to bend over backwards. <laughs> the CD fitting room. Target. We Target's already shown us their cards. They're very regressive because we don't use the word woke we try right. not to right. they're very regressive so they've they've already shown us that they're going to do whatever they well, have to do to make sure that they're loved by the local news channels or they're just trying to sell stuff Fine. and they found a market and that's who they're selling it to. okay i'll even accept that yeah but but this is the government telling them that what they expect. This, this is they dangerous. might not be telling them you better sell this stuff. They're sure making it clear that's what they expect. See, I don't know if they're doing that as much as they're just saying, in without saying it. They're saying it without saying it. We're watching you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See now, do you remember why Target got involved and, and said they were removing some stuff originally? Because, because threats, employees were employees. Yeah, getting beat up and stuff, yeah, yeah. Which I think is as is absurd as the merchandise itself. So How you can you not walk by it and just go, huh, okay, yeah. and then well, keep going? We all saw the videos. That's what I don't get. We all saw the videos of people tearing it down well, and harassing perfect, Target in a employees. perfect world, that's right. exactly what would happen, but we live in a divided country. You're talking right. about me walking by exactly. it going, huh? Yeah, yeah. No, it's even better than that. Uh, I, like you, boy boycott Target. Not intentionally. Right. I just don't go there. I don't like right. stores. Yeah. <laughs> Everything I need is either at Fleet Farm, Menards, or Ho Ho Harbor Freight, Hobo Freight. Hobo I put Freight. this under the category, too, of doesn't the Attorney General have better things to do? I would agree well, with Chris on that part. You yeah. would think.
Yes. I mean, but I don't know just, if you guys know this, but we, we got some issues here in, in Minnesota. He's, Why just, we ever? he's just signing on to what other uh, attorneys general are doing around the country. No, as a matter of fact, he was the lead oh, he author was. of the letter. Oh, I, I didn't realize he, that. He, it may have been generated by his office. and uh, Well, we know his motivation. Headlines. Mm. Oh, uh, of course. But Speaking of that, thank you for reminding me, Kenny. Whatever became of the lawsuit? Oh, which, which one? one? He's got so many cooking. The, uh, the one that we had, we at least spent two episodes on when he went after Fleet Farm. Oh, right. I don't know that anything became of it. Wasn't it? It was something to do with selling firearms legally to people who later turned out to be straw buyers. So that's right. Oh, If I remember right. I think you're right, yep. But again, it was just another instance of him grabbing headlines and grandstanding yeah, you know, for the post for the purposes of political gain. The, the funny part about this is far be it for me to uh, defend anything Keith Ellison's doing because, uh, you know, even what people think of me on this show, I certainly have never been a Keith Ellison fan, so I'm not trying to defend him. I just think, uh, oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> Tell it like it is, John. <laughs> but, but what? Well, I just think uh, this is uh, the attorneys general's, like you said, general attorneys general. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know how it is making yeah. a making uh, thanks, Clem, making right. uh, something to get in the headlines. But I don't you know see them threatening target with it. Kind of... Joe, they're learning from the NFL. Nobody can keep no, their name no. in the news better than the NFL. John, let's yeah. try it again. Yeah. The, yeah. the the target has clearly positioned itself. <laughs> <laughs> as a very DFL friendly entity, would you agree with that? Uh, I no, I, I okay. Don't, well, no, you're wrong. Right, you know. So they they they've and 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 they were among the first probably uh, outlets in the country to uh, take this merchandise on board. And then when they saw that it faltered, they they made some adjustments, had to move it out of the store or eliminate some of it. And so here's the Attorney General of Minnesota who is, in essence, whether you like to admit it or not, he's chastising Target, saying your support for LGBT isn't enough. We want we want you to... And he's be, they're very careful about it. They're very shrewd. They're patting them on the back. We know you're supporters of inclusive, inclusivity, but really now, uh, don't don't let these uh, don't let these scares uh, uh, frighten you away from providing all the merchandise possible for LGBTQPP. I, I, I don't read it that way, Suits. I do. I do. I don't. And I also, by the way, if you walk into Walmart, guess what? Hmm. You're going to see the same stuff. Well, that's yeah. another one I boycott. Not intentionally, I just don't go there. Uh, the further you dig in your heels, the more I'm finding myself on the side of John Height because I just searched. <laughs> Whoa, welcome Bib. to Camo. Commie <laughs> Town. Yeah. I just searched Bib Overalls Target. Turns out I can go to Target and get a pair of Bib Overalls. Yeah, but what color are they? <laughs> rainbow. Rainbow, <laughs> rainbow bib overalls. And I would argue traditionally that bib overalls are not something the LGBTQ part um, people go after. Well, you're, you're probably right. You'll recall oh. I got a note from a fellow who met his daughter at EcoFun, and they bought her an e-bike oh, yeah. for Duluth, where she was powering the hills, and they were thinking, yeah, we like these. Well, sure enough, here's a follow-up to an email I sent a week ago about buying a Scoot Star e-bike from Kalen for our Duluth daughter. 
Sure enough, my wife didn't want to be left out, so today she got an identical bike from Kaylin. Kaylin does a nice job, John Harrington in Stillwater. This was dated Saturday. So over the weekend, the Harringtons from Stillwater went to EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and got a Scootstar e-bike. There are uh, many e-bikes in stock and on sale. And they, uh, they have a giant parking lot at the store in Forest Lake. It's on Highway 97, just west of 35. There's plenty of room out there to take a demonstration ride on whatever kind you want. And Kaylin Bloom, Tim's daughter, is a world-renowned expert on e-bikes. She's flown around the country to give seminars. So you'll leave there with the correct e-bike. You can take test drives. They also have the scooters that turn urban errands into adventures, great motorcycles, uh, youth recreational equipment. They just have fantastic stuff, service and apparel and helmets. They're in Forest Lake. It's on sale. The stuff's on sale in Forest Lake on Highway 97, just west of 35, and in Burnsville. Opened last summer in Burnsville on the, on the service road of life near County Road 42. One thing I am experiencing is I keep expecting at any moment to, to not be able to, to read. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> no, no, I can. I mean, it's just my... In your head, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, stop it, Rook. What do you need? <laughs> well, stop it. stop it. I need a Masonic from you here. So we're going to go to Johnny. And then John... Yes, sir. If you would be so kind. If you would be so kind. As to pause. Yes. And then throw it to, or no. Yeah, throw it to me. Uh, to Chris. When you, when you, when this plane pause. You mean to tell me. I throw it to Chris. Brooke, let me know whenever you're ready. I am. <clears throat> I'm ready. Rolling, bro. In 2006, some really smart people came together and decided that they were going to uh, execute some wonderful gestures. And that is what they've been doing at Minnesota Masonic Charities, mnmasoniccharities.org. I want you, I'm asking you to go to their website so that you can learn more about the wonderful, wonderful acts that they do. Now, in 2023, the Masonic Scholars, they had a wonderful scholarship program. Over 500 applicants, 86 awards were given, six signature scholarships. Go and check out what they have. Signature scholars, legacy scholars, heritage scholars, undergraduates. These are kids that are local kids, outstate kids, college kids, etc. It's a wonderful, wonderful program. You might want to poke around the website uh, under scholarships to find out what's available for 2024. It's easy to do. It's easy to learn about what scholarships, how you qualify, mnmasoniccharities.org. Again, these guys are garage logicians. They're sitting around in the garage wondering how they can give away these piles of money that they have to good people and reward them and to pay it forward. So if you'd like to learn more, call 952-948-6200, 952-948-6200, or GL, let's just go to their website, mnmasoniccharities.org, and get educated. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I might not be able to come in on Friday. No. Are you doing a show Friday? Yeah. 
Um, okay, well, then I might as well talk about this now. Rook's aware. Uh, Jets, Joe, I can tell you a little bit more later. I'm going to be gone next week. A whole week? Yeah. What happened? Um, some personal stuff I don't want to share with the council. Um, Going to prison again? No, no, no. <laughs> um, uh, dealing with some family stuff on my bride's side. Huh. So. Why don't we take two weeks off? What? Um, that, oh, my God. No, don't do that oh, to Kenny. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Well, I, I will be off three days, so. And I'm prepared to come in during that week of the 4th. So wait a minute. Wait, 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 Joe. Are you? Did you just hear what John said? John's gone three, three days. days. Next week. Chris is gone all, all of next week. Yeah. I'm going to be gone Monday, Wednesday, and Friday of next week. I just decided. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, or you could oh, just man. roll old school. It's just you and Rook. The way the show should be. What? Yeah. That's the it way the show what? should be. What? Um, didn't mean to drop that bomb in the middle of the broadcast. I have a submersible question, and I don't want to ask it on the show. Cause it's I am an expert on submersibles. Anything you want to know. If if you do go down too far and there's pressure, do you yeah. blow up? I mean, what do you descend? What happens to your body? Well, the the answer, craft, that if the craft is, implodes, you blow up. Got it. As long as they're in the craft, supposedly, it's pressurized. Right. And they uh, can... I think the word is implode. You would implode. What did I say? Yeah, you would not blow up. If this submarine paused. Me being an expert. Uh, yeah. Well, how do you even, we don't even know if it's on the bottom. It's it probably. lost communication on the way down. It's probably tangled up in the wreckage. Uh, it could be 500 miles from there. I have a really dark question. Are the. Bodies still preserved down there? Well, see, that's, you know, oh, in the Titanic? No. Yeah. They're no. gone? Yeah. Well, they well after all this time, they're Disintegrated, gone. basically, right? But yeah. it's so cold, and there's a lot of pressure. Yeah, but I think they got, you blow up. <laughs> the skeletons would still be there. Oh, you blow up them bones. Right? Blow up them bones. No, the skeletons of the, the Titanic people would still be there. I think the bones there. would disintegrate think, under yeah, that in pressure. Water. Wouldn't they disintegrate? Oh, maybe. Yeah, you're probably right. Or they get eaten by whales. Well, what about that nun? <laughs> She'd be her? perfectly preserved. Oh, so yeah. there is a show on Motor Trend TV called All Girls Garage. Yep. There's a whole lot of cleavage on this show. <laughs> yeah. I'm so disappointed in that channel. You never see Derek in anymore. You never see Wayne Carini. You never see Wheeler Dealers, and the only, those are the only three good shows. Who's the guy with the funky mustache? I don't. The guy um, with the funky mustache. He's chasing classic cars That's or something. That's Wayne Carini, yeah, chasing classic cars. He's got the handlebar mustache yep, yep. Yeah, and the funny hat. I like, he doesn't wear a hat. He wears that British weird funny-looking hat. No, he does not. The one that Jackie, a different guy. The one that Jackie Stewart always I know who you're wear. thinking of, and you're not thinking of uh, chasing classic cars. You're thinking of... Uh, uh, I like Hot Rod, Hot Rod Garage, um, and I like I Road that movie. Kill. I think Hot Rod Garage. I like Roadkill too. Quit looking at me. I'm waiting. He's, I'm waiting for Rookie to make Kenny upset because <laughs> he's just throwing out random shit. Yeah, Marvin Berry, Mr. Chuck Berry's cousin. <laughs> and what was the, the car? Tip of his life, man. What was the car? What was the car? 
He can't hear you, Kitty. What was the car? Uh, 57 it, Chevy. No, you're trying to make me mad. Yep, what, no, what was the car? You're trying to make me mad. Oh, a DeLorean. Thank you. I thought you meant what was uh, the guys in the band when they got out of that blue car. I have no idea. Mm. Joe, yeah. you know what he's referencing? No. DeLorean didn't. Back uh, to the future. Farewell. Oh, wow, good, good for you. Probably because it's only the 160th time he's made the reference. Leah right. Thompson, Minnesota's own. Leah Thompson. She was a cutie pie in that movie. Yeah. A cutie pie? Mm-hmm. Cutie pie. Well, I was, I liked what, Biff. 10 when it came out. We have a lot of female listeners who were worried about me. Thank you, town council people. Well, there was a lot of people that emailed there in that was. were worried about you. Nothing to I, worry about. I had emails just to me, two people. Yeah. Who, make sure Joe gets to see a doctor. He <laughs> did. Joe couple went of, to the uh, doctor. A couple of gals got a hold of me and just wanted to make sure that I was okay. <laughs> <laughs> Said, well, nothing a back rub wouldn't solve, yeah. you, know, you know, maybe a nobody, drink. Nobody cared about me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not how you feel, it's how good you look. Oh, well, boy. Uh, I'm coming up short on both. <laughs> uh, are we ready? Well, I've been ready. Ken, I'm yeah. rolling. Yeah. Truth, Justice, and the Suture. One of our original marketing partners, <laughs> DK Mags, little gun shop that could. They've been kicking it on Old 8 and New Brighton since 1999. Experienced staff, good selection, fair prices. Here's how it went down. In the early days, we were worried about getting clients. The sales guy comes to me and said, eh, gun shop? And I said, oh, yeah, DK Mags. I just went there on the advice of a gal who was just getting into firearms, she went up there and was treated very respectfully, and the staff was absolutely awesome with her, and they had the firearm she was looking for. Well, that made my decision easy. I went up there, I ordered something, it came in, and it was great, and they've been my metro area gun shop ever since. Uh, whatever you're looking for, they can help you find it, whether it's in-store or on their website or elsewhere. Uh, they can order it, have it delivered there, and uh, you can pick it up. No big problems. They can also buy a firearm from, from you, either one or your whole arsenal if you want to get rid of it. They can also store your firearms for you uh, for a day, for a weekend, for a year. It doesn't matter. It's safe, secure, and you can get them out of the house, out of, out of your life, and DK Mags will take care of you. Monticello Pawn and Gun, also part of the DK Mags family. Uh, not only do they buy and sell firearms, they also buy and sell everything else. A cool little shop, fun place to go. Monticello Pawn and Gun, DK Mags on Old 8 in New Brighton. Check them out on the web, dkmags.com. Here is Mr. John Height. Uh, thank you, Joe. Uh, before I get to news, I did do some research on our buddy, Mr. Jeff Dayton. Yes. And it appears, and I think uh, we don't mind saying this, he will be on the Bob FM stage at the fair and it looks like that will be Monday, August 28th. That's uh, where he is performing at. They have a stage where they do performances. Well, why wouldn't uh, it also be listed that he'll be on the Garage Logic stage? He, he actually does have that listed on his website. He oh, just okay, doesn't, great. He doesn't have yeah. a date or a time. And well, that, I told him any time. You know. uh, that week, he's also very busy because August 23rd, he's playing at Lord Fletcher's. Really? That would what be a funny. nice night that would oh, be. Oh, yeah. I ride by boat and listen to Dayton. Yeah. Yep. John, what day is August 25? 
Uh, 25 would be, uh, I got a calendar right here, Joe. It would be Friday. Oh, That's, my God. He, he's joining us for sure on Friday, August 25 at the fair. Oh, that'll be fun. That'll and, be festive. I'll just hitch a ride with him to Lord Fletcher's. No, he's at Lord Fletcher's, John said, on the 23rd. <laughs> two, two nights oh, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, on a Wednesday night, he'll be at Lord If you're out Minnetonka way and you got yourself a boat, uh, I'd make plans for that right now. It'd be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. He also is playing, and I can't read my own writing, but that same week in Hastings at the Civic River Amphitheater, which I'm sure is also a glorious place to play, yep. Yep. I would think, right along the uh, Mississippi there. So yep. Jeff will be around that week everywhere, including right. with us. Yep. Okay, uh, moving right along then in the news, a search warrant filed the night of the crash that killed five young women in South Minneapolis reveals the alleged driver had rented a car less than a half an hour before that collision. The Minnesota state trooper who applied for the warrant said his radar clocked the Cadillac Escalade driving 95 miles an hour on Interstate 35W at 10.09 p.m. While following at a distance, the trooper witnessed the Cadillac veer from the far left lane to the right side of the highway to exit at 34th Street, uh, 31st Street. The Cadillac drove through the intersection at 31st Street at a high rate of speed, continued up 2nd Avenue onto Lake Street, running through a red light and smashing into the driver's side of a Honda Civic. All five victims inside the Honda pronounced dead at the scene. According to the warrant, the suspect driver of the Cadillac, 27-year-old Derek John Thompson ran from the scene. He was at a Taco Bell a block away. He was sweaty and out of breath and had suffered a broken hip and a laceration Ooh. on his head. couple of things. Uh, one, it'll be we're still awaiting how Mary Moriality will charge him. Mm-hmm. We, will, we will wait longer too, Joe. 24 hour extension. Yeah, oh, really? Before noon today, but they gave them a 24 hour extension. Could it be charges. third degree murder or. Vehicular They're awaiting toxicology reports, correct, Johnny? That's what uh, it appeared to be, yes. What, why would that change things, though, if he was impaired? One would get you 50 years. Well, I mean, the charges are different. One would get you 50 years, and one would get you far less than that. 15, did I read? Yeah, and out, and well, this lifelong criminal has been released from every punishment he ever faced. Because we still don't know exactly how much time he served in California. For yeah, the other charges, it's supposed to be, supposed yeah, to be got- eight Supposed to be eight, and he served about three. He got out in January of this year. Okay. Now, did second he, point. Go ahead, Kenny. Did he pass any troopers? I, I don't understand yes. the reason for the aggressive driving once he, off the freeway. He was. He he passed a trooper who was going the speed limit, and he was going ninety-five miles an hour, mm-hmm. and the uh, trooper did not have the ability. To keep up because of the speed. And nor did he, correct? That is correct. Correct. He, Here's he, why he this, witnessed him, but he didn't follow him. In, in an act of, uh, that is absolutely despicable and foul, the typical activist groups in Minneapolis are contending that this is all the result of a police chase. No, it wasn't. And they, they, had a, uh, they tried to drum up a <clears throat> protest on the steps of the Capitol to end. So in other words, if you're a black activist and your ideology cannot be saved, you've been so thoroughly corrupted, you you can look at this and you're trying to figure out a way to blame the police. Mm -hmm. You gotta blame Derek Thompson and it has nothing to do with a police uh, chase. And you're contending that posters on Twitter and this and that and the other thing. That is a foul, despicable lie. You are liars. You activists are liars. 
I'd, I'd like to know who was behind that. Is, can you find that out? I, I mean, I can. I only saw the one um, social media post that was shared extensively, but, but I couldn't you, find this, a source. Knee-jerk lie that this must be the fault of Whitey. Give me a bleeping break. Here's the other question that I'm I'm wondering, and I asked you this before the show, Joe. A, how do you rent a car? Okay, he had a license. How the hell did he have a, a Minnesota issued driver's license? Well, we can go through that. Uh, I, I have a different thought completely careening into my mind. Well, I guess it's not entirely off topic. Uh, the reparations talk is heating up in the Twin Cities. And I have a question about reparations. Let's say you give some uh, black family or a black man or a woman, I don't know how much they're going to get if they get anything. Let's say you get 100 grand, okay? What if, what if, is the expectation that the 100 grand would be then t- magically turned into some sort of generational wealth that would be passed down in that man or woman's family? And if not, then what? What do you what do you use? So let's say the hundred grand disappears. The guy goes and buys fourteen color televisions and a new truck. Okay? I'm not being facetious. Mm-hmm. What have you accomplished? And then what do you do? Do you have to do it again? Yeah, the next generation. What happens then? Yeah, because yeah. you didn't what I'll have more on that well, when my thoughts settle down. Okay. Okay, but if we had someone that was a slave Living, I understand. There, I understand. there are no former slaves alive. So we have 100% discontinued Probably slavery. lost our last slave in about what? 1938. I'm just yeah, guessing. Probably, yeah. Whimsically. I mean, we've lost our last slave. On, I never can't. owned one, nor did my people who no. came to this country. Mine were in Europe. Yeah. Uh, I have a videotape here. Uh, no, that's easy top. Uh, I mean, what would John, Derek Thompson, again, not being facetious, what would the John Thompson family do with the money? Bail them out. I gotta, Is I'm there been a uh, history of responsibility there, uh, financial discipline, uh, yeah, a way line? to build future generational wealth, or would it be squandered in about three and a half minutes? Well, like he that. was building, and I'm talking about Derek, um, he was building his business, both in California here in Minnesota. Well, that's true. As evidenced yeah, yeah. by all the... And marijuana is now legal. That's true. Yeah. And, and he had the 20 grand in cash in the previous accident. That goes accident. a long way. Yeah. Yeah, it goes a long way. Anyway, I'm sorry, John, I got rambling there. But why was he issued a, a driver's license? We it's, need to get to the bottom of that. Because the state, well, give, if you fulfill certain things, you get your license. Yeah, it's been gotten to the bottom of, Chris. You oh. can find literally hundreds of cases like this where there were accidents caused by drunk drivers, by people speeding oh. and drunk, and all they need to do is get they can get their license back after all the charges are done, take care of whether they went to jail, etc. I have an interview um, that was recorded in 1941 with an ex-slave. So okay, we got. I was pretty close at 38. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
Minnesota will have to wait for another opportunity to host the World Expo. Oh, no. We, didn't we get lost it. to freaking Shoot. Serbia. You know what? What a blessing. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. This morning, a vote was held in Paris, France, to choose the location for the 2027 World Expo, in which Minnesota was up against four other locations around the world. Ultimately, Belgrade, Serbia won the vote with 81 votes. Malaga, Spain came in second with 70 votes. Minnesota came in third, beating out Phuket in Thailand and San Carlos de Beraloche in Argentina. The three-month-long event was expected, according to uh, officials here, to bring in 14 million visitors and create 33,000 jobs. Uh, the only thing I can read, fellas, is that after Thompson's release, he moved back to Minnesota. Officials with Minnesota's Department of Public Safety confirmed Thompson's driver's license was reinstated just this March, months ago, and is currently active. Mm -hmm. However, he does have a pending insurance withdrawal that begins on July 5th. I should also note that uh, Thompson was released early from prison in California due to time served while awaiting trial and also his uh, participation in California's Conservation Fire Camp program, which teaches inmates how to fight wildfires, to which I would add he didn't do a very good job. Yeah. yeah. In total, he was incarcerated in California for a little more than four years, but I'm sure among the incarceration, they're counting the time literally outdoors, pretending that he was a firefighter. Sure. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Wow. And meanwhile, he just took the lives of five innocent right. people. Five kids getting ready for their buddy's wedding the next day. Claims made under a state negligence law meant to make drivers whole after their cars are damaged by potholes have almost never resulted in reimbursement in the past three and a half years, according to our friends at Five Eyewitness News, who just did a story on it. In the first four months of 2023, roughly 450 Minnesotans filed pothole damage claims against MnDOT. As of Friday, two of those drivers have gotten some money back. At the end of April, MnDOT had denied about a quarter of a million dollars worth of pothole damage claims. The uh, data obtained by Five Eyewitness News revealed that between January and April, Minnesotans claimed potholes on state highways caused about $356,000 worth of damage to their cars. But MnDOT, the state agency responsible for state highway upkeep, has reimbursed about $700. MnDOT declined an interview for their story, and when asked about a financial relief for drivers in late April, a spokesperson pointed out state negligence law, which says MnDOT is only required to reimburse drivers if the pothole was previously reported and not repaired in a reasonable amount of time. Okay, that is a very slick loophole. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, how many people who hit a pothole going 65 miles an hour are going to take note of the when and where and file a report? A surprising amount. Well, but the report has to be filed. Then right. the next guy that hits it, he's got to uh, file a report and hope that it hasn't been fixed. Uh, in a reasonable so, amount of time. Well, and, which and, could mean anything. Right. Yeah, that's not defined. No. You know, so, I, I, I apologize. Earlier, um, I had made the comment about the attorney general and the likes of him that what, don't they have better things to do? Yes. And Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry is going to put me in my place here because there's uh -oh. breaking news out of the uh, out of the mayor's office in Minneapolis. What does this have to do with the attorney general? Well, I had made that general assumption I about see. people and not I having see. better things to do. I see. Um, in a swift vote of action, Mayor Jacob Fry 
says the city of Minneapolis will officially be renamed Swiftiapolis on Friday in honor of the Taylor Swift concert oh, no. on Friday and oh. Saturday. Swiftiapolis. Swiftiapolis. <laughs> what are you doing? Fry's announcement filled with 13 Easter egg references to Taylor Swift's songs at a news conference today. Honors the urgings of all Swifties. So, uh, Such are such wow. a joke. Such did you, uh, did you cut a check or did you have to go to the credit union and <laughs> stroll out of there with about a hundred, one hundred dollar bills? How'd you pay for that Swifty thing? It's all being taken oh care of. Uh-huh. All being taken care of. We're not serious. And on all levels, we are just not serious. <laughs> I did uh, get an email after we talked about the Attorney General, uh, and I think this sums it up. Mike Price, uh, instead of being an advocacy person, Keith Ellison is an activist. I think that that kind of yeah, sums yeah, it up. That sums makes – yeah. I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do in Swiftiapolis this weekend? It's going to be fun. Yeah, what's Back going on in Swiftiapolis? The funny thing about Monday um, in Royce, he reassured Such as Such was taking his last breath – don't worry, I'll handle the Swift thing. He did I'll, say that. I'll cut the check. If you die, I'll take care of the Swift tickets. St. <laughs> Paul Public Schools is entering unchartered territory among Minnesota school districts with the setting yesterday of an annual budget that tops $1 billion. The 2023-24 spending plan is likely to be the first such barrier breaker for a state pre-K-12 through system and features not just a hefty infusion of state and federal aid, but also taps $34.4 million in district rainy day funds. Uh, Joe Gothard is the superintendent. He acknowledged some people might find it difficult to believe that a district getting that record amount of revenue must dip into its fund balance. But he said state funding of schools has lagged behind inflation for the past 20 years. And he says it's going to take more than one biennium to catch up and close that gap. Gothard added, our young people deserve every penny, which kind of equates to why do you hate the kids, Joe? (laughs) Wait, John, I think you misspoke. You said billion. Oh, I did say billion, Chris. Yes, that's correct. There is no checks and balances on this. There is, I mean, think of who the school board is. Among them is that phony yep. Chantel Allen, mm-hmm. who tried to foment a fake race problem. You have complete idiots on the school board. And you have declining enrollment. Declining enrollment, so therefore we're going to up the budget, and there's no one to say, just like Walls never said it, there's no one to say, hold on a minute here, people. We're spending too much and we're spending it too quickly. Let's just slow down and back off here and take a a wider look at the big picture. They don't do that. They're adult children and we're we're being ruined by them. They're not responsible people. But we need to fully fund education. There's no such thing to these people. There is no such thing as fully funded. Hmm. Well, there Joe goes hating the kids again. I don't I know do. why you hate I don't kids. Like kids. Why don't we uh, take a quick break here and uh, hear from Mr. Reavers? You know, if you want to fully fund yourself, yeah. get in touch with my friends at North American Banking Company. It's because they're the best. They take the time to get to know you. Every time that I go into my location, which is in Roseville, by the way, they greet me by my first name and they are ready to help me. Uh, I'm telling you right now, I've been a large banker for a long time, but not now. Now I'm fully on board with North American Banking Company. They first opened back in 1998, and they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers, where you know your banker and they know you. While not a lot has changed since 1998, this commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities, you know what? 
They live by it. They invest in people, businesses, and organizations that make the Twin Cities a great place to live. North American Banking Company is locally owned and operated, which means loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities, not shipped out of state. And this helps business owners solve problems and expand their business with confidence. And they offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the service of a community bank. So do me a favor, get in touch with them right now. Uh, You can reach them online at nabankco.com. That's their website. North American Banking Company member FDIC is an equal housing lender. Whoops. Copy that. Where is the saloon? It's right it's like Hennepin, Hennepin and like eighth or ninth, yeah, something like that. It's right by the Orpheum. You mean the Sloon? Sloon. A Sloon. When John's done, I got a Sloon story. You're gonna do it because I got it, but you can. Do oh, it. then you go ahead. Well, no, you do it. No, no, right. Jim, you do it. They've right. changed. Uh, it used to be back in the day they were an unmarked building. You actually had to know where they were to go there. Huh. It was like uh, hiding in plain sight. Does the is it was it the Eagle? Does that still exist? The, um, yeah, on Washington. On, yeah, it started as the Mill Inn. That was used to be my favorite uh, end of the night bar. I knew the guy who went to manage there. He was he was uh, he wasn't gay. He was straight. And when he went to manage there, everybody was kind of surprised because <laughs> he was um, man. Managing a bar at a hotel in Brooklyn Center, I used to have to do appearances all the time at KS95. When we'd get bored at whatever packed bar we were at, we'd go over to the Mill Inn because it was always just the guys with both elbows on the bar. You know, it was always quiet. It was just the hardcore drinkers. And uh, one night we go over there because, uh, and we get there and it's like, oh, they changed their name. That must be new ownership. Walked in and, uh, (laughs) hello. Yeah, assless chaps everywhere. A lot of leather. Huh. <clears throat> Joel, huh? <laughs> what kind of chair do you sit on with the? Assless I never chaps? had an end of the night bar. You never oh, had. oh yeah, you end of the night one. bars were great. Yeah. Yep, I did. That's where you have your cool down. Beers. Were those the ones you could drink and leave and not get a ticket for driving under the influence? Well, it depends. I have no comment about. Uh, I'm ready to go. No comment. Nothing really to say regarding that topic. You ready, Ken? Yeah. Okay. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Souchere. Jugs everywhere. I'm talking bugs be gone. Jugs everywhere. Got one in the pickup, the roommate's crap can, the son's truck, the plow truck. That's being used by the wrenching nephews. You got to keep a jug with you in the vehicle. Put it right in the door pocket. Fits in there nicely. So then when you roll up to the gas station, the first thing you do before anything, spray it on the windshield. And then once the pump is pumping, clean the windshield as usual. Please shut up while I'm doing an ad. I don't do this to you. Why do you do it to me? Uh, And once you clean clean the windshield as usual, Viola. The bugs are gone. All of this courtesy of our pals at Seafoam, it easily solves the hassle of scrubbing bugs. You just spray it on, it breaks up the sticky bond. A few minutes later, you wash it off, boom, gone. Safe with all finishes, non-toxic, water-based formula, and it leaves no film, residue, or haze when it dries. You can use it anywhere. 
anywhere that it's organic, like campers, uh, motorcycles, boat services, that crap that falls from the tree, leaves a little whatever on your car, that'll wash away. It's it's wonderful. Just another wonderful product for our vehicles from the fine folks at the Seafoam. I'm having a bad cartoon bubble about Kenny's nephews. I'm seeing Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> These kids oh, now, God. no, actually, they're really, really bright. Uh, and the, they've become so knowledgeable in the way that engines work that... Um, Did your hair stick straight up? No, I bring my stuff to them. I bring my stuff to them, and I have found myself asking them for advice on how to fix certain things. Really? Yeah. Uh, they're seniors. They're going to be seniors in high school. They've already got their college lined up. Um and there's nothing they can't fix or build. It's, Rook, it's, you got a plow truck? It's amazing. I don't. Okay. You used to. I I didn't own it. I just oh. used it. They're, other... of the, they're of this crowd that they've got a mini bike that used to be a little piece of crap, but it had disc brakes and suspension, and they took the little two, uh, two three-horsepower engine out of it, and they bought some high-performance four-stroke engine. They've fabbed up a motor plate. They've fabbed up everything. They're putting that thing in there, and, and they're going to rock it around. They put like a 12-horse motor on a go-kart that should have a three-horse motor. Oh, this thing does, wow. don't tell their, don't tell mom. Yeah. This thing does about 45 miles an Ooh. hour. Does mom <laughs> kick them out for the summer and they move up here? Uh, yeah, yeah, they're from Austin, Texas, and mom is an old school mom where she'll say, uh, "Be home before the street lights come on." Yeah. Whatever you're doing, just get out of the house. You're yeah. driving me yeah. crazy. Yeah. In other news, this broke yesterday uh, midday, but we uh, we didn't do a show obviously yesterday, so let's do it today. Hunter Biden has reached a tentative agreement with federal prosecutors to plead guilty to two minor tax crimes and admit to the facts of a gun charge under terms that will likely keep him out of jail. Any proposed plea deal would have to be approved by a federal judge. Both the prosecutors and defense counsel have requested a court hearing at which he will apparently enter his plea. And the court papers indicate he will uh, has tentatively agreed to plead guilty to the two misdemeanor tax charges of failure to pay in 2017 and 2018. The combined tax liability about $1.2 million over those years. Prosecutors plan to recommend a sentence of probation for those counts. Biden's representatives said he previously paid back the IRS what he owed. The defendant has agreed, this is according to a letter, to plead guilty to both counts of the tax information. The second criminal info is about the gun charge. In that case, the letter says the defendant has agreed to enter a pretrial diversion agreement with respect to the firearm information. Handling the gun charge as a diversion case means that Biden will not technically be pleading guilty to that crime. Diversion is an option typically applied to nonviolent offenders with substance abuse problems. In all, prosecutors will recommend two years of probation and diversion conditions. If Biden successfully meets the conditions, the gun charge would be removed from his record at the end of the period. The deal was negotiated with Delaware U.S. Attorney David Weiss, Weiss a holdover from President Donald Trump's administration. All right, here's the deal. He's enjoying the privileges of the third rail, and so will Trump. Neither of them will go to jail. And you and me, we'd be in big, big trouble. Saps at sea. Big trouble. Drugs and guns and tax evasion, we'd be spending 20 years in I think so. U.S. Yep. prisons. Yep. 
There are now less than, uh, well, about 18 hours of oxygen left in that Oof. missing Titan submersible as rescue efforts continue for the five passengers. A Canadian aircraft searching for the sub in the Atlantic Ocean detected what they called intermittent banging noises from the vicinity of its last known location. The crew searching for the missing sub heard banging sounds every 30 minutes on Tuesday and again four hours later after additional sonar devices were deployed. However, the U.S. Coast Guard clarifying this morning they don't know the source of the noise. Aboard the Titan is CEO and founder of Ocean Gate Expeditions, Stockton Rush, British billionaire explorer Hamish Harding, renowned French diver Paul Henri Nargolet, and Pakistani businessman Shahazada Dawood and his 19-year-old son Suleiman Dawood. See you Dawood. later. Dawood's sister told Sky News the Dawood family is solely focused on the rescue of her brother and nephew and hoping for their safe return. The watercraft submerged on Sunday morning from its support vessel to travel to the Titanic wreckage, which sits at about 12,500 feet. About an hour and 45 minutes into it, the Titan lost contact with the surface ship. The Titan is equipped with a four-day emergency oxygen supply. You sign a waiver, I heard. Uh, whoever is the writer for The Simpsons, apparently, is not apparently, did go down to see the Titanic on that very vessel. Matt Greening? Uh, whatever. I don't know his name, but he said... You sign a waiver where your death is mentioned three times on the first page. So it's Ooh, not like you don't know what you're getting into. Oh, yeah. And uh, we did, I did look up Rook's question, uh, why fish don't explode. Because they're uh, fish. Well, they, they do not have air pockets, apparently. Like there human you are, bodies, see? Like, can be compressed into the high pressure. What did they tell you? I accept John's response. I don't accept Joe's. Well, I said fish. They don't fish. have air pockets. Uh, Mike Rice is the former producer and writer on The Simpsons that went on the Ocean Gates tour. If you said his name, I, I would know it. it I, that does not sound familiar. Okay, let me read you the news story that just surfaced <laughs> six hours ago. Mike Rice, Joey, oh, former never mind. That must be the guy. Producer and writer on The Simpsons okay. went on the Ocean Gates tour of the Titanic records back in 2022, along with his wife on the same vessel they that went is together? missing. Yes, they must that was really a mistake. Like each other. Yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> Obviously, haven't been married long enough wow. to know better. I'd say you go, honey. Yeah, <laughs> I'll you go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Why Taking, did she buy me? Why did she buy me one ticket? Yeah. <laughs> Taking a short nap during the day could help protect the brain's health as it ages, according to researchers. That's all I was trying to do. Well, <laughs> true. You were just a quick one. Well, previous research has suggested long naps might be an early symptom of Alzheimer's disease. Other work has revealed a brief dose can improve people's ability to learn as they age. New researchers say they found evidence to suggest napping may help to protect against brain shrinkage. That is of interest, the team says, as brain shrinkage, a process that occurs with age, is accelerated in people with cognitive problems and neurodegenerative diseases, with some research suggesting this may be related to sleep problems. The only thing missing from Monday was a plate of mashed potatoes. <laughs> And I hope I would have been had just enough juice left to make sure I hit it squarely. <laughs> and, a, and a train whistle alarm clock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a robber in England sentenced to three years in jail this week for attempted okay. robbery, but it was only thanks to the quick thinking of his victim that he ended up in police custody in the first place. But the robber, well, he, he went out with style. Detective Sergeant Paul Mossum of Durham Const Constabulary 
Whoa. Constabulary. Wow. What, whatever. He was a cop in Great Britain. There so you go. It wasn't the most difficult arrest we could ever have made. To be honest, it was an open and shut case. And you'll see why that's funny in just a moment. 30-year-old Martin Trimble walked into a convenience store last month in Durham City with a knife, picked up a four-pack of beer, and used the knife to threaten the store owner. Well, rather than let Trimble walk away, the store owner ran outside and closed the door, holding it tight, trapping the thief inside. The shop owner, who remained unnamed, then lowered the storefront shutter in an effort to make sure Trimble couldn't escape. Trimble tried to avoid capture again by breaking the door free of the shop's owner's grip and trying to slip out before the shutter had fully descended. Unfortunately for him, the shutter was already too low, and Trimble was pinned to the ground by the shutter, his torso outside this door and uh, the rest of him inside. Oh boy. Re realizing he was beaten. Well, what do you think he did? He drank cracked, the beer. Yeah. He cracked open one of the beers laid there and drank the beer while he waited for police to get there. Officers. You tried to pull an Indiana Jones deal. Huh? How can you drink the beer laying down? Well, you know. find a way. You find a way. Yeah. You make do. Officers <laughs> arrived within three minutes of getting the call. They arrested him. He pled guilty to charges of attempted robbery and possession of a knife. He was sentenced on June 16th to prison. Florida is one of the least patriotic states in America, according to a new study released Monday by WalletHub. WalletHub looked at both military and civic engagement with data that included military enlistees, veterans, and number of adults who voted in the last presidential election. The study found that blue states are just slightly more patriotic than red states. Florida ranked as the fifth least patriotic state, had the lowest volunteer rate. WalletHub found that Georgia had the highest average number of military enlistees. Alaska had the most veterans per capita. If uh, you're wondering, the most patriotic states are in order Virginia, Montana, Alaska, North Dakota, and Maine. The least patriotic states, Arkansas, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, New York, and Florida. Right in the middle, Minnesota came in at 27. Thank you, John. Yes, sir. Say, I know it's uh, the 21st. It's the summer solstice. I suppose you could consider that the beginning of the summer long grilling season. You oh. know, it just occurs to me, you're headed up north, and if, you, if you're part of the cabin life that goes up 35, how easy it would be to swing off on Highway 97 at Forest Lake, and then the new Grunhoffers, was new last year, is right there. Right. Just, just east of 35 on 97. Load up your cooler, and then proceed on your journey. This is the start of the uh, grilling season for normal people. Uh, 21sters will continue to grill using Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats, the original stores on Highway 61, just north of Hugo, with every imaginable meat uh, for grilling that you can possibly come up with. Now, they've got something for everybody that might not all be for everybody, but somebody's going to Like what? Clam chowder, peanut butter, bratwurst. Oh, I, I don't see, think I could go for the clam chowder part. Maybe a step, but you know what? Wait, wait, wait. Are you sure that those are combined? That's <laughs> yeah. a combined Flavor one? Alert. There's 140 different kind of brats. You sure there's not a peanut butter brat and a clam no. chowder brat? Update your, he's on, he's on Instagram at Grunhofer. You know what? Spencer is meat. a mad scientist. He is. He is. Flavor alert. Upgrade your meal game with this unique combo. Clam chowder and peanut butter. Wow. 
Well, somebody must have tasted it. It must be good. It's amazing to see how these two seemingly opposite flavors mix together to create a deliciously crazy bite. But you know what? When you add the peanut butter, it gives it a Thai flavor. So that's Listen probably to this. where. Listen to him. It's like clam chowder Thai. Rookie burgers, thick cut bacon, ham, steaks, chops, uh, salmon, cheese, you name it. Stock up. You're going up to the cabin. It's the start of the season. Get to Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats just north of Hugo on Highway 61 and in Forest Lake just immediately east of 35 on Highway 97. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. What can do out here? Joe Caffrey had that green bag in there. Oh. And he picked it up, but he was just saying thank you. Okay, I, I'm done with my compliment. How about the Bugs Be Gone and Seafoam Bratwurst? <laughs> I mean, that's really weird. I, I don't know how you come up with peanut butter clam and chowder clam chowder. Peanut butter. Individually, I bet they, yeah, I, I, that's why I thought maybe they were individually made that way. Something happened in the skies over Bad Axe. I don't know if that's a lake or a community on Saturday, June 3rd. But exactly what happened may never be known. Some people said they saw two fighter jets locked in a cat and mouse game with a disc-shaped object. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Representatives from the military air bases in the Midwest said they had no knowledge of any such incident, with one stating there were no aircraft in that area like the ones the witnesses described in the region at the time. They're lying. I believe you're right. Uh, what's your source for this? What are you reading from? Um, it's all over the web. This one is Huron Daily Tribune. That's a that's an old newspaper. Yep. Okay. Escape with us. I have a slave, according to a guy that sent me an email that died in 1971, but he also claimed to be 130 years old, which I find well, hard to believe. Yeah, he might have been a trickster. And there was no birth certificate because slaves didn't have birth certificates for the most part. Six, five, one. There's a number of interviews available on these YouTube history uh, channels um, with ex-slaves. They're absolutely fascinating. You ready, bro? Yeah. Uh, is this it? Rookie has this, and then Kenny has one when we come back. Ready? Yep. Roll, roll on. Let's get out of here. Let's uh, plan a vacation, and let's plan it right. Now, if you are up for it, next year in 2024, we are going to plan a trip. An eight-day cruise. Oh, man, I can't wait. And you can be part of it. An eight-day cruise to Croatia, starting at $27.99 per person, July 14th through the 21st of next year. Get in touch with escapewithusvacations.com. My two sisters run a travel agency, and Suchi Boys used them. Everybody's used them. They do a wonderful job, and they have planned this trip. They've executed this trip in the past, and the people had a wonderful time. So... Get your all set. Get your plans all set. Start saving your money and learn about the cruise at escapewithusvacations.com. Yes, I will be leading it. I've got some family members that are going as well, and we've got some GLers that already have signed up. 
There's not a whole bunch of room, but you can get all the details at escapewithusvacations.com or call one of my sister, Teresa or Maria, 651-788-4338, 651-788-4338, Croatia. This is where they filmed a Game of Thrones, etc. We'll be on the Adriatic King. It's a beautiful ship and a great crew to boot. Escapewithusvacations.com. Let's go to Croatia. There's not a lot of room, so somebody might have to go two couples to a bunk. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Any part in the storm? Mm-hmm. That would be funny. Well, I'm uh, just just tight, tighten her up. Um. All right, there was that. So I just need to move. Whoops. Okay, Rook, you're not going to be here Friday. I don't think so. Okay. Because. Um, oh, that's right. They had their crews today, didn't they? Who? The Hubbard. The Hubbard employees. Employees. Well, they got a nice night for it. Day. It was during Day. the work. Day. Back by 530. Fine. Yeah. Because um, Welter is done next Yeah, they're taking off a couple months. Okay. All right. I'll adjust this for, for you. Okay. Uh, you ready, Ken? Yes, sir. Rolling. And now, a man who has never had a relationship with a tree, Joe Souchere. The savings continue on Toro Zero Turn Mowers at Tri-State Bobcat, Little Canada, Hudson, Burnsville. The rebate from Toro has increased to $500 on the 54-inch MyRide Zero Turn's final price, 4199 But wait, don't. Wait, wait. Is there more? The rebate can also be used in tandem with 0% financing for 42 months. That means you could stop into Tri-State now, walk out of there with a zero-turn mower from Toro, and be cutting your grass in, uh, well, let's just say too sweet. Uh, Toro also has that $500 rebate available on most standard MyRide time cutter zero-turn mowers. Remember that uh, that MyRide, that's the one with the uh, suspension on the seat and the, and the platform. That means you can mow extra fast. The final price on the Toro 50-inch time cutter, that remains $37.99 with a $460 value um, warranty extension piled on top of it. Great deals courtesy of Toro and Tri-State. And by the way, that Tri-State over in um, St. Croix Falls on Highway 8, that's just across the river. That's opening really soon. They're filling it up and uh, won't be long, and you'll be able to pick up your Toro zero-turn mower there. Uh, Little Canada, Hudson, Burnsville, and Mankeys down in Owatonna, also part of the family. And on the web, tristatebobcat.com. Just like uh, Target can't win, they're getting windmilled, uh, Anheuser-Busch can't win. Okay. Uh, It's making national news that a Minneapolis gay bar, the Saloon, uh, and you guys are telling me that's where on Hennepin? Yeah, that's right by the Orpheum. Eighth or ninth or so, yeah. Okay, they're removing Anheuser-Busch products because they contend uh, the company backed down uh, after uh, uh, hooking up with that scrawny Dylan Mulvaney. Remember, that caused quite a disturbance. Mm-hmm. And uh, the owner of the saloon is a guy named John Moore who said... Anheuser-Busch had an opportunity to support a marginalized community. Watch that word. These are people desperate to be marginalized. 
They absolutely cannot stand not to be marginalized. Uh, they had an opportunity to support a marginalized community in a way that few other corporations have attempted, but they abandoned that direction. We view this as unacceptable, John Moore said. So they're getting rid of the Anheuser-Busch products. And then Anheuser-Busch was, was criticized for hooking up with that scrawny character in the first place. So they can't win. Uh, they had partnered with Mulvaney in March, and uh, that became part of the uh, March Madness ad campaign. And uh, she was celebrating her first year of gender transition, and uh, that backfired. Some of the good old boys probably thought, "I'm not, I'm not drinking me any more Bud Light." <laughs> so that all went in the hell. Do you do you think that the community, the LGD? TPQ, whatever it is. Do you think they were naive enough to not understand that what Bud was doing was purely 100% a marketing gimmick? Yes, and they all, are naive you, you think they're too naive? Yes. Then are we too naive to think that what the saloon is doing is purely a marketing gimmick? Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Kenny nailed it because yeah. I, I was having a discussion with some people. They've now the, made national news. In the Which industry. brilliant. That said, well, the saloon is just smart because they knew they couldn't give this crap away. And but, so they decided to say, and, we're going we're gonna to remove it from our, from yes. our shelves. That's the saloon. And guess, who drinks this stuff anyway? Guess <laughs> what's happening this weekend in Minneapolis? Oh, oh, Pride. pick me, pick me. Yeah. Pride yeah. weekend. So hats off to the saloon. Way right. to go. You guys knocked it out of the park. Brilliant. Who benefits from them not having Bud the, Light products? The, the saloon does. They're getting national attention, and all the people that are now mad at AB pro or whatever, they're 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 virtuous now. The I got saloon a better are the smartest idea. people in all of I got this. a better idea. What's your better idea? How much uh, stock do you think this guy stuck with at the saloon, uh, uh, Bud Light? Um, probably quite a bit. I don't know. Are you allowed to give it back to the d distributor? No. How's why, that work? why don't you offer it to the clients for, you know, 50 cents a glass? Be what else is he going to do with it? Because you quite literally can't give it away right now. Oh, well, you, you know, could give it away. No, I'm, I'm telling you, Joe, we were talking to people on our happy 10th anniversary to the beer show episode of the weekly scramble happy yesterday. 10th anniversary by the way thank you yeah. very was that, much. Yesterday? that was yesterday right. i know you had better things to do was yesterday that, that was yesterday that was yesterday All the right. beer show was yesterday but basically we were talking to somebody that owns several liquor stores that says we can't give bud light away right now well so i you, i never drank light beer so i, I don't right. have a horse in the race you right. can't feel sorry for the saloon for having inventory either uh, because whatever they're losing in that, they're gaining so much more. Or Kenny, you know what they'll do? They'll just put a different tap handle on it. Right. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh. Clyde's light, huh? Right. Yep, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a Clydesdale in the race, is what you're saying. See, I, I think you're wrong, Reavers. I think you could. You, I always said this about Calvin. You, you're drawing four thousand people a game. Why not offer seats for fifty cents? And you never did. I mean, why not pay fifty but, cents? But if it's it's not a money thing to them, it's well. I mean, whether it is or not, a marketing ploy. He's just saying we don't want to serve it. We don't want to deal with them. So and if even, he gave it for fifty cents, he'd still be serving it. And even better, he replaced it with some local offerings. Yeah, that's a cool. Well, deal. no, I, I'll continue this. He, here's what he could do. 
Check it out. He can say, this stuff's so bad, bad. we don't How like it. it. You can have a glass for 50 cents. Right. And why again, am I trying to save this guy's business? Don't know why. You're not. Don't this, know why. This is brilliant. No, you don't need to. You don't need to. Fox He's, News, New York Post, you yeah, name it. This guy's yeah. in every newspaper yep. in the country. Yep, and every gay bar in the country is going, damn, why didn't we think of that? Yeah, and, so anyway, and, and Candy, look at the pub they got. Like Candy said, if it's Pride Weekend, there'll be visitors in town, obviously. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Plus, it's, it's Swifty-Apolis. Right, when they're That's coming Swifty to Swifty-Apolis. Right. Now, is, she, so is her audience gay? Or just everybody? Everybody. everybody. I think yeah. everybody. I, I thought it was all teenage girls. No, I well, know tons of adult. Uh, really? My niece, my niece is coming down here to see her. She's 28. It's all KS95ers. Okay. On this, oh, only because they come to us. Oh, you know who's really into it? Who's the gal that works with Bernard um, from up the hall? Brittany. Um, Brittany. Yeah. Brittany's a Swifty. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if Tom had a little fun with her. I bet he did. Sure. <laughs> Go ahead, she, Joe. wonder what she's paying. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Only because they come to us all the way from the traveling Lymans in Fernandina, Florida. On this day in history, don't be staring at me during this day in history. Okay, I'm just gonna look at my phone. That's when the bleep hit the fan. Right? We're all watching. Yep, on this day is. in on this day in. Uh, yeah, I don't want to be challenging the voodoo there. What year was it? On this day in 1867, <laughs> Minneapolis's theatrical scene began in earnest with the dedication of the Pence Opera House at 2nd Street and Hennepin Avenue. Uh, excuse me, you mean Swiftyapolis. Swiftyapolis, I'm yes, sorry. Thank you. The opening performance was a joint concert by the Swiftyapolis Musical Union and the St. Paul Musical Society. The first play, The Hunchback, opened three days later. Huh. So you're uh, the Hoi Polloi in 1867. They were going down there in their horse-drawn carriages. And the horses were pooping all over the street and everything stunk and the air was bad. But those are the times we should return to. See on that. <laughs> On this day in 1899. The longest day, Joe, June 21st. Robert Kennedy died at the age of 88 in St. Paul. He was the vice president of the Stillwater Convention, which initiated the creation of the Minnesota Territory. Wow. All right, so it wasn't RFK. No. Got it. And I didn't know this except from last year's This Day in History. I, re <laughs> I remember it. On this day in 1921. 621. Actress Jane Russell was born in Bemidji. Did you guys know that? KKBJ, home of the Beavers. She was a good-looking gal. She Bless her. And back then, they, those weren't store-bought. Right. Jesus. Know. On this day in 1925. <laughs> oh, my God, Joe. Well, she was a... Uh, I, I know what you're saying. You she know. was buxom. She was, Wait, was, was she in Gentlemen Prefer Blondes? She had a nice rack. There Can you, you say go. that? There you go. Spencer was, says it all the time. Uh, she was the outlaw in the outlaw. Remember the Howard Hughes film? All I remember made, is the poster. The, I was going to say they made the famous poster. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of Jane Seymour. Oh, okay. What? On this day in 1925. Uh, June 21st. Noted socialist and labor leader Eugene Deb spoke at a rally in Camden Park, Swiftyapolis, praising Russia's 
hmm. Soviet government. He encouraged the crowd of 5,000 to support unions and set their sights on industrial democracy. And his followers are making a great comeback. She wasn't gentlemen prefer blondes, which I just happen to be watching on that TV right really? now. Yeah. yeah, right now. And finally, on this day in 1973. Joe, today is June 21st. That's 50 years ago today. Woo-hoo! The United States Hockey Hall of Fame opened in Eveleth, the capital of American hockey. Have you been? I have. Is it worth the trip to Eveleth? I, I'm on the. I signed my name. You did. Yeah, they had some BS. Like if you played hockey, you could sign your name. Chris, well. it's uh, Chris. It's definitely worth a visit to Eveleth. <laughs> All right, get up there right away. Noted. Thank you, Kenny. <laughs> no, it's a pretty good. It's a pretty good ode to U.S. hockey. I bet. Yep. Thank you very much, GLers. Hang on, you may hang on. We're not. We're not. We're not doing that today. You know, Rook and I came to the rescue on yesterday's episode with an yeah, thanks explanation. For, uh, thanks for inviting John and I. Yeah. We were just sitting here doing uh-huh. nothing, waiting. I thought well, the same thing when I, I believe saw that, that, was, that was after the uh, group text, which everyone gave the peace sign. Peace out. <laughs> yeah. Peace out. 5,000. Hey, if you're looking for a uh, podcast out there, something new to spice up your life, check out Pod MN on your smartphone, as I tell you each and every day. Also, subscribe to Garage Logic on our YouTube page. Yes, we're on YouTube, but if you subscribe, you get to see all the great videos we have. And if you want to see what goes on inside of Garage Logic during the breaks, prior to the show, post show, then you want to sign up for the Garage Logic Town Council, which can be found at garagelogic.com. Mm-hmm. For 10 bucks a month, 100 bucks a year. <laughs> you never know, somebody might just die. Yeah, watch out for that ozone. That's what his last words he said before he went down. Watch out for the ozone. I didn't go down. Not yet. I didn't go down. Not in about 30 years, anyway. Whoa. Jesus. Wow. Joe, you'll uh, be happy to know that uh, you were secondary in our thoughts yesterday because our first thought after, right after we decided to cancel the show was, we are getting paid, aren't we? Yeah, for sitting here right. I'm getting <laughs> paid for yesterday. I don't care. On the throne. Well, that has nothing to do with me. All three so of us. go ahead and fret, <clears throat> fret all you want about There's something no else. Fretting. Just go right um, before time. we all leave, uh, and I after we leaving. sign up the town council, let's chat for two minutes, please. Well, Gentlemen. let's hurry up because I've got to get on the road here. Okay. On the Let me road. just save the show. I got you 2.30. Let me just save Dad the show very quick. You got a appointment, Rook? No, on the road again. Man, Jane, Jane Seymour was a good-looking babe. Imagine my dismay. She dead? She's not dead, is she? <clears throat> no, but she's just old. I tried oh. to book a hotel room this well, she's morning. 102. 72. In Roosevelt. No, she was born in I'm 1921. Talking, we're, we're talking about two different women. I'm listening, oh, Kenny. Jane. Hey, she was uh, never that pretty, though, Chris. Come on. Booked a hotel in Roseville paying well over $200 for one night. What? Really? Yeah, so I thought, mm, I'll go out to Minnetonkans, at least save 100 bucks. Same thing. All of the hotels are full because of Swifty. Uh, the gay um, pride thing. Oh, Swifty yeah. and Swifty. back to the 50s, evidently, this weekend. Wow. What do, you need, what do you need Roseville specifically for, Ken? That's where I always stay when I go down there. Are you having a meeting with the safe people? Oh, I'm having a meeting with some people. Yeah, I was oh. gonna say do shock peen. I'll you know that's that's 
Nicholas effing Shakopee. It's just as far. I'm not as Roosevelt. Why don't you just commute? I'm ready, Joe. Joe's not dead. Well, find out why. I have to leave. That means I have to get up at 2 and leave at 3. And yeah, you don't I'm, do that. That's not fun. Today is the high holy day of the Royal Order of the 21sters. And I've got to check your spelling because Royal it's been horrible lately. Of the 21sters. Royal Order is capitalized. Yep. Of the is not. And 21sters is just 2 1 stirs. That part I know. Um, but do we capitalize holy? Holy, holy Lord. In this particular no. case? Holy, okay. holy, holy Lord. Ready? Uh, Lord God no. Almighty. We didn't know it, comma. The two heathens are singing it. Yeah. Yep. But we've been smelling ozone all our lives. Commander Cody lost in the ozone. Johnny Height. Why did Derek Thompson have a driver's license? D E R R I C K. Uh, yes. John. D E R R I C K. Conventionally spelled. Wow. Thompson. Why did Derek Thompson have Minnesota driver's license? And one more. Target gets windmilled. Yep. On LGBTQ products. LGBTQ. 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 Johnny Height. LGBTQ. All right, I gotta run. Okay, well, Rook. Rook, I kind of need you. Rook. Let me kill this. I I do need to talk to you. Johnny Height. Okay. Bye, Tom Council. Bye, Tom See, Council. I'm staying, and here's the council's gone. Yeah. Um. <laughs>